All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you. Enjoy this podcast. Different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... That's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft the Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, all right. What's up, everybody? We are hot, hot. on the air. Yes. And coming at you previously recorded live. <laughs> well, where are we today, man? We're, We're at the here. Hill, man. We are in Cigar Company. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I was telling uh, Andrew when we came in. Um, <laughs> We were like asking for glasses and stuff and permission to move the furniture around and shit like everybody should do. If you go to a lounge and want to move furniture, ask. Jesus Christ, have some cooth. Um. <laughs> it sounds like people moving around down there at Lit, huh? <laughs> they ask permission. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was telling uh, Hodge and Andrew when we came in, I was like, I haven't been in here in three and a half years. Gotta be. I don't think I was, I was in here like January of 18, maybe. Wow. Maybe December of 17. No, I was actually down here with a buddy. I came down here to meet him and we hung out. But it is, it's just crazy how things go, right? Because when I first moved here, I lived off King's Highway. And this is where I smoked at. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, it's got a nice, cool atmosphere. I've been in here a bunch of times. And I come down and they only have my Asylum Premium here that I like. So I come in once in a while and get those. Plus, they've got a few other things. That Blackbird collection I kind of like. Um, but anyway, we are here today. And we are going to jam on a few new things. The bourbon we're revisiting. We're doing um, the Rebel Yell 100. Have we done the 100? Yeah, we've done it. I know we did the Distillers Collection. Yeah, we've done them both. We've right. had them on the podcast. I'm, I'm oh yeah, because that's when we talked about the rebrand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as we've told our guys, you know, there's just not enough to bring something new to the table, unless I. That was my full time job to find something new every right. week. But. Right. Anyway, these are two fantastic ones. So we're going to start with the the, um, the Rebel Yell 100 and then move to the Distillers Collection. I'll talk more about it when we get to that. But, um, yeah, cheers, man. Yeah. Let's get a little sip of this going, and then you can tell about uh, what we're smoking. Well, this is Rebel Yell. I think it's great. It's 10 years old, right? Rebel Yell? Um. No, I don't think no, so. I thought it. I it's thought just. It it's not a bottle of bun, right? It's just no. It's just hundred proof. So I'm I assuming was, that's a blend of, or maybe there's a ten year Rebel Yo. I don't know. Whatever. It's good. We'll get into that in a minute. And I don't remember talking about <clears throat> where that is, but that's no. out of Lux Row. Oh yeah, for sure. Product. So where that was. Well, I remember talking about from, it. I, I'll have to remember. MGP. I can't. Huh? It wasn't Luxro MGP? <sighs> I think so. I think. Yeah, I'm almost we'll certain, check maybe. into yeah, it. Yeah, we'll look into it. Um, so what we're smoking is actually kind of cool. Um, it's not It's not often that... Uh, well, I'm sure it happens all the time, actually. I don't want to say it's not often, but a couple weeks ago, a buddy of ours, uh, you've had him, you've seen him on the podcast, Travis, came cruising up. 
walked up to me and asked if I'd ever heard about Lambert cigars. And I said, no, you know, I don't, I don't really know. I, I know they were, I've seen some social media stuff about them kind of branching out and coming around and all that. And uh, he was smoking the Lambert 1675. Um, and we came in, we're in here at the hill, and we're looking around, and Andrew suggests uh, we wanted some, you know, how bold we go. Uh, the more Nicaraguan Lajero I can have, the better. Um, but this is actually a mutt. So there's some Colombian tobacco, Honduran, and Dominican. Is that what he said? Yeah. I'm going to do that thing where I don't look it up because Google lies. Um, but it's just really cool to be smoking it now. It's a nice cigar. Um, construction solid on it from the outside. It probably most likely a habano or it could be a light a shade grown maduro maybe i don't know um but just lit it is pretty good it kind of does what the cyclops does right off the bat there's a nice little resonating spice that goes through your nose um so that's cool i think it's gonna go pretty good so far yeah well pretty cool label yeah the label kind of reminds me of though a mccallops labels it's got kind of like the coat that, of arms thing. Yeah. yeah, the coat of arms, kind of those those medieval. Yeah, but this one's got a dragon on the side, bro. A dragon and a rose. McAuliffe ain't got that. Oh, that is yeah. a dragon and a rose. Well, I was gonna say it's got all these little twisty turnies and gold and like a turquoise, dark turquoise. So yeah, it looks like what a dragon with some wings and yeah. some shit. And, a little yeah. rose down there. Who knows? Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't it's a cool see. label. Oh, I see what you're saying on the other side. Yeah. Well, the label kind of, the end of the label covers the. But back I would side. bet that's, that's actually cool. that's actually a family crest. The coat of arms on there probably really is Lampert. Sorry, I was saying Bert Lambert. It's Lampert. Yeah, that's a, a P R T yeah. from Pert. But it's cool, you know, like coat of arms, kind of fuchsia blue, and then gold. Looks cool. It's not yeah, bad. I'm gonna take a picture. Lit up real well. So now I'm gonna do that thing, um, just to make sure. Uh, Lampert, 1675 cigar. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, so we're smoking the Azul Toro. Um, let's see. Hmm. I think we got we got fib to a little bit. Um, the cigar is actually Nicaraguan, uh, Ecuador sun-grown wrapper. Uh, Condega, Jalapa, and Peruvian tobacco on the filler, and a Nicaraguan binder. Uh, regular production release, and it's manufactured out of the agro-industrial Nicaraguanese de tobacco. Cool. Uh, it's distributed by the Bespoke Company, uh, Castagli. Uh, Bespoke's actually kind of cool. They do they do one of those. Uh, monthly like survival boxes where you get you get kind of cool shit bespoke, oh. po bespoke post i think is what it is it's pretty cool um but so far the cigar is doing really well just off the get it's not bad so i just was curious if this is their coat of arms what was on it because i mean man even with cheaters you can barely see it so i snapped yeah. the picture so you can really so there's like it's like a nighttime picture with a lamb and then there's a lamb like a sheep in there yeah like a sheep or a lamb and then there's like a, a a knight's hat with a crown and then a lamb with its tongue sticking out coming out of the crown maybe the family licks sheep yeah whatever it's that maybe that's like 1675 an lampert good year i was gonna say i mean i i 
can smell that Nicaraguan in there. Yeah, um, yeah, I want to. That's that's good there. I didn't get fib too. I just think it's a little mis mis knowledge there. It's pretty good though. I mean, um, it's good. A little bit of spice so far. It's there. Yeah. But um, this thing is a smoke productor, man. Very full bodied, and by body again, you're talking the density of the smoke itself. This thing puts some smoke off. Um, very interesting, actually. I'd be curious to see how this goes through the, re the rest of the cigar before we light something else. Um, well, to have it already be, you know, picking up some flavor profiles and whatever, and I'm not even, you know, quarter of an inch into it and already be picking up some nice stuff. And yeah, it's smoking really good. Yeah, it handles itself nicely. It's pretty good. I feel like we're whispering. No, we're just talking. But we're not. But right. We're not, we yeah. are. But I, I mean, normally yeah. we're a little louder because most of the rooms we have we're music in. Music and stuff, yeah. Yeah, from chainsaws to boats to planes. We're well, that usually, is true. I mean, I'm going to knock on wood here. This is the we're first usually time we don't like, have an airfield. Not screaming, or, but much louder. And much, yeah. Well, it's always funny because it never matters where we're at, right? Like, we're sitting outside, beautiful day, lit, hanging out, fantastic podcast. And, you know, the air reserve decides they're going to start doing touch and goes with F-17s, right? <laughs> and then, or we're, we're sitting at the pool and the neighbor wants to mow their yard for three hours. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. or we're at the freaking farm and it, we get all four seasons in 20 minutes. You know, it's a, uh, who needs a sound effect button? Yeah. It's all natural, baby. It don't matter. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. So I said, we're here at the, the Hill Cigar Company, right? Hill Cigar Co., Hill Cigar Company. Um, hanging out, uh, hanging out here. We're in the lounge. We kind of came over into the back right corner by the TV in the window, if you've been here. And we just cat we got permission to caddy the chairs in and spin them around so we could look at each other. Not And the most important thing, it's like just short of 100 with the heat index today, and we are in air conditioning. That that's true. Important today. That's true. If you're outside today and not in the water, you're crazy. Absolutely crazy. But how you feeling on this Rebel, man? Well, it's another one of those bottles that me and you have had outside of the podcast together. And I believe we watched one of the Kansas City games. Playoffs. Uh, you pulled it out of your last that fall. case, that briefcase. And it's one of those that easily, when you get going or whatever, me and you can start slowly going through. We had this at the Battle Hawks game too. Yeah, down in the Battle Hawks game. Yeah, um, that and we we gave old shot to uh, Wild Turkey 101. Yeah, and that was another one that me and you, after like half a bottle was going, we're like, wow, man, this is going down pretty <laughs> right. That's one of those times I had to eat my words and uh, stop talking shit about it. If we'd have had Rebel the Maker's Yellow's Mark 101 bottle, we'd have drank that whole thing. That shit still, I, no still, doubt. I still think that someone should just slap somebody in the face and make 101 flagship product and get rid of that 86 or 84 or whatever it is because it doesn't work. Not for me, but you know, that's just me. Speaking of Maker, uh, Maker's Mark, one of my head guys that um, has been working for me now almost 10 years, Armando, was telling me, I asked him how our cigar was. He really loved it. He said it was fantastic. He said, um, I said, well, what do you smoke typically? And he goes, I buy those Maker's Mark. From uh, Ted Cigars. Um, what are they tipped with? They're, they're, they're not tipped. I think the way all of them are done is the wrappers are placed in an X bourbon barrel. 
right? For, I think, I think it's something like six weeks. Just long enough to kind of get the potency effect of it. Right. What do they, they do, do them just for hang tags? them in there? No, so they build like a pilone, right? So a pilone and uh, in, in tobacco, there's different forms, right? But a natural cylinder pilone, the leaves are stacked in a circle, right? So they'll all be this way. Mm-hmm. Then the next part of the circle, the leaves will be this way. So on and so forth, all the way up. And it seals them in so all the fermentation and heat can take place inside the leaves. And that's what ferments them as they go, right? They do that same thing inside a barrel. And, and what do they call that process? Barrel aging. Barrel, barrel or barrel fermenting is what you call that. But they do them. Ted's does them for Maker's Mark, Forty Creek, Glen Libet, I think. Well, no, what about Glenn this Goffrey. one that we just had, the Cohiba, the Weller? The Weller. Okay. So what's different about that, like the ones we smoked up at yeah, Lit, which right? I thought were really okay. good. What's different about that, and this is where, like... To, me, to actually be able to talk to Sean Williams and talk to him about that cigar, right? Um, when you read everything he did, and this is why I was so adamant, like when we were sitting up there last week when the Bourbon and Blondes were doing their thing, right? And I was like, let's smoke it, try it. I'm telling you, you don't need the Weller. The cigar itself is just fantastic. And I told Brian the same thing down there. I was like, dude, it's the best damn Cohiba that I think I've ever smoked. Natural Cohiba, right? Now, it doesn't have the perf- almost like perfect construction that the M has, but if you could have the M construction with that body and strength profile, dude, you'd have a, you'd have a knockout cigar, hands down, and it's already good. But what was done there is that's just somebody knowing specific tobacco. That blend was put together from raw tobacco that when you smoke it, gives you those pairing notes. There's not a single amount of of barrel fermentation in that cigar, Mm. none. And what's really cool about it when I talked about it is, what do we know about Weller? Every Weller, even the ones you might not like, right? They're sweet. Okay, it's that sweet wheat, right? They're sweet. The spice, it's not even really spice, it's like a, a, you know, you know, it's you can, like you a, can eat it's a some, baker's. Yes. Uh, you know, you can eat some peppers and they burn your tongue. Yeah. And others, you eat them and it just kind of glazes your tongue. I like the banana peppers. They're just they have everything there, but they're just smooth. It does a little, a little numbing of your tongue, just ever so slightly. So when you pair it, right? And I'm firm. You just take any sweet whiskey and get a little over a hundred because I think it'd be more fun but any sweet whiskey, and you throw it back and smoke the cigar at the same time, the whiskey goes across your palate and the smoke encompasses it. It's almost like a, like a cannoli, right? The cream's in the middle and you got all the fry with all the body outside and yeah. then it's sweet. But that cigar is, hands down, amazing, man. This one's smoking really good. I mean, it is the overall construction. I mean, the ashes. You know, when I look at this ash, it's a little darker than a lot of the the ones. Uh, some yep. of them are a little. And what does darker ash mean? I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> more magnesium, more magnesium in the more soil. More magnesium. The more magnesium, the darker. The more sulfur, the lighter. Magnesium. And that's how you remember because when you, if you think of magnesium, it's typically a, a clear color combo when it's written. Sulfur is dark and ashy. It's backwards. Sulfur creates the whiter ash. Magnesium creates the darker ash. Got it. 
And that's just the purity of volcanic soil, right? Like other places, you try to cultivate that, right? To bring seed grown from that soil to produce it somewhere else. Now, sometimes, and probably a lot of times, and how many cigars are out there, you create something really freaking cool, right? There's only so many things you can create, right? So you got to go right back to the source itself. Yeah, the way the smoke rolls off of this after you hit it, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Wonder where it's Travis, really good. You don't have these out at Lit, right? No, I've never seen these before. I wonder if Travis got his yeah, here. Someone got him. I mean, considering he just worked down the street. And that's the, the, well, yeah, that's true. They worked down, the worked down the street, so he probably yeah. grabbed stuff here um, as well. Uh, or on his lunch break, knowing him, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Um, inventory updated lit though. The T110s just came in from Tatuaje. Those are there. And you know what I'm really excited about? The Tats releasing. I think they called it, I think he called it the Monster Mashup. Have you seen this yet? No, uh uh. So this is a sampler pack of every monster release up to the Karloff in face size. Right there. The Monster Mash. That's every monster in its face size stick. Wow. Which I'm stoked about. Those are coming. I think it would be cool to have all of those in Bellicosas. If they, but that's, that's the cool thing about the face size though. Every monster in its face box was released in a different, different, right. like, no, no, yeah, different rollout. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. So those are shipping. I don't know. Uh, I don't know when, but so there's 14 in there. Yeah. So you know that's going to be what around 200 and something, probably a box. Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, Depends on really cool. if they're coming down. But even even at, even at 200 to finally get your hands on them. See how that was wrapped. Yeah. Something similar like that for a 10 pack. Yeah. I mean that'd be cool. Yeah. I got a little different idea, but something like that, I think it'd be kind of play around with it for Monday. Um, yeah, that looks super cool. Oh, it's gonna be gnarly, dude. And it's cool that, that he's doing that. And I don't know, I don't know why, if, what, but I'm stoked about it because that one face size I've been after forever, the face, right? That's, it's, it's the, the, uh, true Bellicoso runoff with a tobacco band label on it. I've wanted that box forever, right? I even had I even had a couple of people I know locate them in other states, but the amount of money people want for them, I'm like, here's the thing, dude. You've been sitting on it for six years. I want to pop four out, sit down, and fucking smoke them. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not spending twelve, thirteen hundred dollars on a box of cigars you know to, to to sit and hang you know i mean i'm all about i mean we do it all the time I mean, you've seen my humidor you've seen your humidor we do it all the time we've like we, we've split things right yeah you get them and yeah, don't get me wrong i've got this little section where i throw some shit and forget about it for a few years and then we go smoke them but it's always i've always joked about that philosophy right like the more we smoke and we share and we drink the more it opens space for us to cultivate other things later. So you can actually have them, you know? Cause you can't just keep buying fucking tower humidors and filling them with 10, 20, 30,000 sticks. 
I mean, shit, man, my the damn tower's full already. I got yeah, the if you're Yeti hold on to a box in there. It better be box worthy right. to be in there sitting. Right. But that's why we did the uh, the split on the um, the LLEs and the yeah. the one tens, and I was yeah. super happy about that. That yeah. worked out great. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that'll be really cool. I think that's the thing I'm most excited about that that dropped uh, from the show that I that I that I know of. Well, I'm definitely excited about the uh, Las Caveras. Yeah, that's what um, those shit. But I'm just trying to keep it on the lowdown because I know once it hits, it's going to be a little crazy. But they're going to um, go quick, man. Anyway, this is really nice, man. Like you know, comfy, chill. Those um, what are those Rocky Battelle drum seats or something? That they are. Man, those are sweet. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you walked up and tried to play it, so. Well, I was trying to bring, <laughs> I was trying to bring a little levity to the room, you know. Uh, the cowboy's over there getting glasses and he walks up, puts everything down and goes, "Oh, it's a seat." Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so we're here at the hill and we've been kind of talking about getting a podcast going here. And uh of course, we're uh excited about hopefully having the um the Cyclops in here. Um, there's been some people in here have had them who really w would like to have them in here and we're hoping uh, maybe this will be our eighth if I'm thinking correctly our eighth yeah. unit where where you guys can grab the Cyclops so we're excited about that and then um, for you guys who've never been here this is on kind of the um, the south end right off of southwest right this is southwest yeah and King's here. Highway is right down there yeah King's yeah. Highway right down the street zip over to uh, 40 and it's pretty centrally located and they've got a nice humidor a nice place to smoke outside in the front as well as enclosed you know for the cold days and whatever I'm sure they have a heater out there um, and then they got this nice back room air conditioned with lockers kind of like a half kitchen in there with uh, setups and everything and they've been super inviting to us and it is um, the owners. He was just here, Tim. Yes. And and then is it Jan? Jess. 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 Yeah. And then uh, Andrew and Ryan are here. Yeah. Today. Um, and everybody's yeah, been great to us so far. It, it, and, it's cool. You yeah. know, we came in and we we're hanging out. It's nice. It's a it's an, an old school lounge feeling. Right. You know, really is. Um, which is which is cool, you know. It's it's fun to bounce around from lounge to lounge, and especially when you're welcome and it's inviting and it's fun, you know. Um, it's pretty well, I cool. I think the pairing for the Rebel because this smoke right now, so I'm probably an inch, little over an inch in, and um, it's just smooth and smooth in the fact that the flavors are staying pretty consistent there is a little spice to it but it's smooth it's not overpowering whatsoever there's just a hint of spice in it and uh i think it pairs well with this rebel yell 100. yeah i agree this has some really cool uh like well hell this is real spicy this rebel why the hell do you think they call it rebel yell well yeah no but the, the cigar is really cool because it's got a kind of a uh uh like garden pepper oil to it like you know when uh you like when you eat banana peppers right you get some of the juice on your hands yeah and you do that like that's kind of the 
the spice on it, which is cool, but it's it's very easy smoking. It's and it's a good pairing, I think. I don't know what yeah. you think, but uh, no, that that cool um that oil effect, that that kind of sauce of the pepper thing, really goes well with this because it's Rebel Yell. It's it's it's, it's spicy, but it's not. But what I think does so well is there's not like a lot of caramel or wood in this. Like you don't you don't draw that typical bourbon pool uh, that you can do in most. You know what's crazy about when we you know we say hey you know there's a real peppery taste in that. Well, you know, when we say pepper, that's pretty generic because if you've been around the cooking community now, you know, like, listen, man, if you like pepper, how many different peppers well, see, and, and that's, are out there? And that's a the lot. And that's why one of those things, I, like when we first became friends and we were talking cigars and shit, and I told you, I will never, like if it's spicy, it's spicy, there's some pepper, this and that. I don't get into that 27 flavor wheel list of what it is because if you're a, a chef at Applebee's, your understanding of spice and pepper is probably 20 times what mine is because of the way I season my steak, okay? You know what I mean? And then when you say pepper, right? Are you talking ground black pepper? Are you talking minced pepper? Are you talking habanero? I mean, there's all kinds of different peppers. Pepper's the N-word on all these different types. Have you been to Soulard Market before? Is that the farmer's market? Yeah. Yes, once. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, they have the, um, where the farmers back up, you walk the strips, but in the middle, there is like, you know, you can buy hot dogs, There, there's hamburgers, there's certain things you can, um, there's a butcher shop down there. There's also a spice shop that's just got rows and rows of salt, pepper, mixed spices, and it's just a prethla of uh, spices. Oh, cool. And there's a line in there. When I used to go, I, I typically like to go down there more um, in the fall um, down there. Do you they get some pumpkins, pumpkins and stuff down and there? corn yeah. and tomatoes. Now tomato seasoning, uh, uh, season is upon us. Try to get a, a, a variety of a bunch of uh, tomatoes and make yeah, some really good salsa. You're like me, you'll, you'll eat just tomato, right? Like cut a tomato oh, yeah. with some salt and tear it up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. man, slice them up like steak. <laughs> Put a little dude. salt and pepper yeah. on them and you're good to go. Good I can go. be mowing them down. Love it. Especially the really good ones. Like, and, and just for our listeners, if you're in the area, man, uh, Zick's Great Outdoors, he has a, um, a produce oh, Zicky. that hits about this time. And man, he brings in gray corn, and I haven't been out there since he opened this year. I don't know if, you know, he's got an assortment of great stuff, but always some great tomatoes. And, um, you know, there's a lot like blue beefsteak. And, um, you know, so anybody in that area, give him a shot. And that's a good idea, too, man. Maybe I'll grab a host of tomatoes and make some salsa for this weekend. That might be nice. Oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Because it is the season. You might it as well. It is. I also take tomatoes slice them cucumbers and onions and i tomato put them salad. in that vinegar water yeah. with a little bit of sugar tomato let them salad. sit for a day and then you just grab them out of there and you get a little bit of vinegar and yeah. stuff in there um uh, mom's makes one she chops it all up it's the onions cucumbers tomatoes uh vinegar oil pepper it's pepper salt and sugar whip it up sit in the fridge for like six hours scoop it out it's a salad it's amazing amazing 
See, because I consider myself a uh, Caprice aficionado, okay? And if you don't have proper ratio of, you should probably get that before it burns into your shirt. There you go. Um, if you don't have proper ratio of mozzarella to tomato, you're doing it wrong. Well, I got lazy there. I was like, man, I'm really enjoying it. Plop. Okay, I wasn't keeping my eye on that. I just dropped my ash, which is not too often. Usually Did you nuke the shirt? No, nah, it's cool. No? Okay. All right. I think. Oh, nope. Burn hole. Nuke it. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Is that your first nuke shirt? Uh, I don't think I've ever done that before. Damn, good for you. Because you know why? Because I always usually sit like this. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's very true. I'm always like sitting on the edge yeah. of my seat. You like did, this you one. did lean back, have and the leg up. And for the first time, I lean back and get get hit. And as we speak, it's tightening up. Oh well, it's all right. This one was a little big on me anyway. Sour grapes thing. I didn't like this shirt anyway. <laughs> I never game. wanted it. I only wore it because she bought yeah, it. Yeah, I just. I'm not a yellow guy. Other color, <laughs> so I wore the yellow today anyway. God damn it! Yeah. All right. Anyway, well, there you go. Um, this is fun football. I guess Aaron Rodgers agreed to the, with the Packers. How do you do that after you've been kind of a whiny bitch this whole time? Hey, I'll tell you what. And when the there next was thing that, you know, uh, you're back on the team. I when mean, there was that DeShambo Rogers versus Mickelson and Brady thing, those those like the host of the show. There was like because they would put the camera angle on each individual and talk to them for a minute. When they got on on Rogers, every question they were trying to sneak get him to fuck up and say whether or not he was going to play for the Packers. <laughs> Let it go, man. <laughs> I'm already thinking, can I put a patch over it now? Or like maybe get a Craft Imperial logo right put oh, there. Oh, right God. There. Actually, it's right almost where my nipple Dude, is. I can't I'm sorry. You, I'm just like. I can't tell you how many, how many shirts I have. You don't know how many times. That is just so true. Which is, I'm always sit like this. And for the first time, I was actually in chill mode and drop a burner right on my titty. Jesus Christ. Dude, Life I is so the good. same thing. Oh man, I, I, can't, I never. You can ask him. I'm with him for years. I can't I never tell you like how that. many one-off Dixons I have that can never be replaced. That have a burn hole in the same fucking spot on every shirt. Because here's the fucked up part: it falls off, rolls down the beard, lands on the shirt, and burns a hole in the shirt. Right? But my hair is fine. Don't worry about it. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and I wear I wear vests. In, in the fall because I love the pockets because I can put more shit in it so then I'm out on a wind I've had this vest it's one of my favorite I've had it forever but it's you know it's like that nylon really so it's kind of a windy so I get the cigar in tight with the, the flamethrower and the wind blows it right and burns a big hole I burnt so many suits here I might even just bought myself a smoking jacket <laughs> it was cheaper to buy a smoking jacket than it was to replace suits. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's what the damn things are for, huh? Shit. It's not a bad idea. Smoking jackets. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a little exciting. This yeah, thing is smoking at a pretty good... At a pretty good pace too. 
Ooh, I haven't had that rebel yell, man. That's that's got a lot of flavor in that. That's good. So a little bit of tidbit, which most tidbits that I get um, that hit my phone or whatever are pretty boring. I've heard it, blah, blah, blah. There was a little story on Stallone the other day that I thought was pretty interesting. You know, Rocky. Now, I don't know if this is exactly right, but let's say 42 years, 44 years, somewhere in that. In the first movie, Rocky. Yeah. You know, he meets Adrian. They're both kind of quirky. They get together and he brings her over to his little pad. Yeah. Which doesn't commit, it consists of much more than a bed and his right. refrigerator where he makes his eggs and and then he has a little aquarium with two turtles he still has those two turtles today and they're 44 years old i think there was a little thing on the end that says they made a, a cameo in um creed 2 right i haven't seen creed 2 i don't know if you have I haven't seen Creed 2, but isn't the girl that played Adrian and she passed away? In life? Real life? Real life. I don't know. No, oh, no. She passed away on the show. Huh. <laughs> I know she passed away on the show. <laughs> and this when this hit my shirt I don't mean to go back to it but I didn't even think about it because I've never had one <laughs> I've never had one like hit there and I'm like oh my god I let that thing go I wasn't watching it and then you're like uh, you might want to get rid of that it could burn a hole in that especially that yeah no, the way it landed I was like hey man you gotta you gotta you gotta move it dude okay yeah alright yeah, if you catch it man, you catch it it's alright it's all cool. good, though. Don't worry about it. You didn't like that shirt anyway. Mm. Yeah, cigars burning really well, man. It's good. It's a good well, so cigar. if the Las Caveras have shipped, when do you think we'll have them in our mouth? <sighs> two weeks. Wow. So we're not going to be smoking these till about two weeks into August. Probably. Wow. That's if that's if they ship their usual time frame, which is usually the last week of July. Uh, but you know how everything everything changes. When's I that mean, monster face thing? No idea. Sometime in the next couple months. Pro probably. I would assume it would. And I would assume let co have those. Co yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian posted the other day the image of it and said coming soon, so we'll be able to grab that. Um, if it's going to coincide with the monster release, I would think end of August, early September. Right? I think me and you should invest uh, in a box of those um, Cohibas. I think we already talked about it. Before that gets away. The Wellers? Yeah. I could do that. I like that idea. I like that a lot. I'm not mad at that. And then hopefully once we get through this weekend, I'm doing a little out with some of the boys we're doing a little golf tournament down at my farm and we get through monday we we're doing a an event and uh i need to start getting serious about looking for a humidor so we got that to uh get working on too not like i don't have a million other things but this is cool 
now if you guys know there's everything's pretty cool back here we're the only ones back here now we own the room which is kind of unusual too i don't think we've ever sat in a room now we've sat outside by ourselves no we've never chilled all alone i don't think we i don't think we scared anybody away i mean they were hanging out talking with us so you know whatever we need to maybe have a podcast i think what would be fun is maybe at some point we peg a podcast that we put and maybe you cut and paste like some of the best and funny moments okay you're asking a lot of me right now oh really i didn't know okay so i don't I know am, if that's rough or whatever bro i am a caveman with a femur bone thumping through this shit all right so is that hard or tough no i mean and it would just take me time i can do yeah. it yeah um the best thing I can do if we're going to do that, I just have my notebook out. And when something really funny happens, I just write the time down in the episode. Because then I can just go to it, draw it up on, an, on a buffing board, go to it, cut it, save it as a file. And then you can plug all the files together. There'll be little breaks in it, but it'd be a blooper reel. Because there's been fun. some great intros and, you know, like the one where we were hung over for a couple of days and tried to play some golf. And then we did Golden Tea. Yeah. And then we got on there. And we I were broke just all giggles. I will never forget that day. I that broke was all giggles, two man. clubs on a simulator, which that right there should have been that point where you went, dude, you suck at golf. Stop spending money on it. Nope, didn't happen. Went and got the clubs reshafted. And then I broke that same driver a few weeks later <laughs> and got it reshafted again. You know, why not? Yeah, well, I had, had planned to get a new set of clubs and I haven't gotten that done yet. And I'm, I'm feeling bad because I haven't got it done. But man, some of the best golf is ahead of us. I mean, we've got another one, two, three, another good four months of fantastic golf. I, I'd, I'd almost bet we'll be golfing into November, dude. Well, that's what I mean, four. So we got oh, go, oh, August, I forget, September, October, Dude, November. I forget that Sunday is the first of august i know it's just here man i keep forgetting that like i literally thought there was another week in july that's why i'm i'm asking right now the cigar gods send us uh some blends that we like so we can get moving on <sighs> yeah i mean hooligan. we need to we need to get this hooligan ordered like it's right happen so. i need to get going on a label but i'd like to make sure we got the, the i'd like to smoke it first and see the actual cigar and then and then kind of get going but I, I need to get going with some different things on that uh and get that and get our spelling down and how we're thinking about that and yeah uh, i want to do i want to do um you know we were talking like we want to be of course you know everything you do pays homage to somebody right like it, all creativity is birthed from someone else's creativity, right? There's Something very inspires few new you. ideas anymore. Right, very few. Something inspires you, um, or you're someone is talented enough that you say anchor and skull, and you get you know something comes together, right? Um, we want to do the pumpkin thing, right? We're doing the pumpkin thing, and it's in no way an homage to the Smash Pumpkin, but it is kind of right. So I got you one right yeah it's have not wanted to it. have our hands on it forever so it'd be kind of cool to have our own pumpkin but then it's like the hooligan so we have our story about that name and in no way does that affect alec bradley and the filthy hooligan they put out every you know saint patrick's day um but it's going to be cool but it's not a pumpkin is it 
What? The hooligan. No, the filthy hooligan is a shamrock and it's an Irish thing. Right. And they but then you have, have I then, looked up the hooligans and that's a lot of European, Irish. There's a lot of uh, a hooligan? Yeah. A hooligan is in in the term, right? Forget old world, right? Modern hooligan. Hooliganism is a felony crime in the European Union, in the EU, right? Soccer, ho- football hooligans. They're gangs of people. They're hooligan they're, clubs. Yes. Kind of like yeah, over they're, there. They're gangs. Yeah. That's what they are. They roll into their, their rival factions for sports teams. That's what a hooligan is, right? But then ours is taking homage from a, a song and... You know, a hooligan night, things like that. Which yeah, is good. which is screaming Jay Hawkins and one of, and I don't know the exact title of the song, but it's like den 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 den. Anyway, he goes on about you know a Halloween or you know a, Hall- a Halloween s night, and um, he and he's like out on a hooligan night, which means a great night of revelry and you know doing some fun stuff around town and, and and maybe even a little you know getting in trouble and stuff but as i looked at i mean i've been carving pumpkins since i was a little kid i started looking at all my pumpkins i've carved and this one in particular <coughs> caught my eye and i was like man i really like that face that would be a good one to put on a cigar but i had to come up with a name for that pumpkin you know just not like a pumpkin and I was like, we need a face on one of my pumpkins. <coughs> and that's kind of how I came about the hooligan. Yeah, but we're definitely not trying to copy anything. This is just something that we've both talked about we wanted to do. And then, anyway, I've already been writing down some other names for future ones. But I just thought it would be a fun <coughs> follow-up to the Cyclops, to the hooligan. For sure. And... Um, so that's kind of where that all kind of came about. It'll be cool because all our stuff has a direct connection to us and our story and the things we want to do. And I think that's I think that's what makes that's what will constantly make um, the cigars, you know, unique to us and not not combined with with every everything else going on yeah that's part of the fun uh fun part of it oh you all right yeah yeah um yeah this is cool i mean we're the only ones here now we gotta you know we gotta do something about music man yeah well i guess we could start throwing back some yeah I mean, I've been on a little roll now with, now, I don't want to say straight up reggae, stick though. Stick figure fan, but man. But kind of been turning into a stick figure. Um, you send yeah. out this. There's few things that surprise me with, with friends and all that. And you come out, you're like, this stick figure album. And I went, whoa. That is way too, that is so reggae, hippie high vibe. Like, that is bumming in the water because you've lost your job twice this week music <laughs> i love stick figure well like there's traditional reggae and then there's like this reggae which i i would say is more chilly vibe it's, uh, it's called electric reggae i think it's what it's called what they do or yeah, ska ska reggae 
So it's not just the the um, the drums and you know Bob Marley, right? Yeah, it's that's, not traditional. It's got right, a, a right? newer face to it. Like you know, I went through. It's this. got some auto tuning and mixing and all kinds of crazy. Well, shit. like I was into chill for a while. I was like, man, I really like the vibe of chill. And then chill started at chill. Now there's every freaking kind of chill. It's like chill this, chill that, tropical chill, beat your <laughs> dog chill. Right. You know, let's remake every song into chill. Steel now. guitar chill. So it, it's been, I don't even know where the original chill went now. I'm like, man, I don't even know what the hell this shit. And now it's on, you know, like, you know, late night and we're like deep chill, like house, deep house chill. Well, anyway, then this was, I, I, I've been kind of, you know, I've always been a Michael Ferrante fan. So I have it He's on this great, man. Michael Ferrante, Spearhead, whatever. I'm, I'm listening to them. Well, so on their uh, radio cast, whatever, they're throwing a lot of other cool shit in there. Yeah. And I'm listening to it, listening to it. And then I hear this um, uh, fire on the horizon and then find out stick it's figure. Stick Figure. And I even at that point, I hadn't really got into that whole album, which that whole album is fantastic. I send out a little thing to you. I send something out to my brother. My brother's like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, stick figure. He goes, I'm sending you like five other ones that I really dig. And one of them was Peep, P-E-E-P. -E -E -P. Yeah, um, Peep, that's with um, uh, Slightly Stupid. Uh, and then you've got warning like lost horizon or something yeah. something horizon you've got uh a warning which is stick figure and pepper um you got hawaii yeah, that's the one i've been listening you to got too. hawaii song which is stick figure and the dirty heads um all, all these these songs that like i've played in my truck like when we've been driving like we always have news down as we're talking always been playing like it's mm. always cruising when we're playing and you're like so here's what I, you do next you like um, stick figure. Stick figure. Listen to slightly stupid. Slightly stupid is stick figure with more vocals, like more lyrical action. Same, uh, like musical concept with more lyrical movement. But me and Groom, Kelly Groom, good friend of mine, we're always trading music all the time, and 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 he'll say it. I, I'll shoot him a song and don't grab him right away, and then the next thing you know, I'll play it like a year later for him again. He'll like, man. I'm really digging that song. I'm like, well, well see, I played that for you a year ago and it did nothing for you. I've done that, right? And you can talk, uh, like when you're having some drinks, you're smoking a cigar and you're hanging out. There are songs that have played and like the music will get me. I'm like, dude, that beat's awesome. I like that. Yeah. So I'll download it. I'll put it on the phone. And then, you know, not hanging out, not having, and I'm, I'm talking, not even drinking, just sitting there having a cigar, right? Just hanging out. I like, get done working out, jump in the hot tub, have a cigar, sucking down on my Yeti, right? song comes on you're like yeah man then it's playing on the truck you're driving to work and you're like what the fuck are these guys talking about <laughs> well some <laughs> it of just, them it's like it, it went south quick like you know you don't even know why the attraction to the music was there anymore well because there's the words there's um and then there's the melody and then there's the vibe and i mean for me a lot especially i walk a lot so i like music that's pumping me up and keeping me going because some days are boring i need a little pick me up in my step and i like stuff that pumps me up you know um not like i'm on a what do they call those peloton or those bikes whatever they're peloton pelotons uh, i'm not like that like okay let's really get in going and not like that but anyway that that whole vibe of that song the melodies and everything, I just thought were really groovy the way he put it together. And then the words are really cool. 
And then I started listening to his other stuff, and I, I was just, the whole music vibe is good. And then if the lyrics are good, man, that even makes it better. Right. And that's what's awesome about Michael. Then you Michael, can make a connection with that as well. Michael Fronte and the Spearheads, right? The music's always cool, but his songs are great. That's like this new dude I'm on, this uh, Nico Moon, right? He's a, even when he, he's a country singer, right? But he is, it's, it's uh, always vibing music. That's how he talks about it. He's like, you're never gonna hear, there's gonna be country in my music, but you're not gonna hear about my dog that died. I didn't lose my job. Times aren't hard. Everything we're doing is gonna be on the water, at the beach. There might be some moonshine and weed involved, but it's nothing but good vibes. And his songs are really cool. They're cool, because the lyrics, like when you listen to it, there's things like, you know, we're sitting around a campfire passing a bottle of moonshine around at some private property a couple miles out of town. But the beat is just, it's, it's stick figure dirt. It's all of that weird reggae ska slammed together. Maybe me and you should get together and, you know, get some auto-tune going and, you know, just. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's auto-tune, <laughs> let's auto-tune, cowboy. How's that? Yeah, auto-tune's been around for, and, uh, for a long time, unspenounced to me or anybody. But I started watching, I was telling you that Netflix stuff on pop music. Yeah. First episode was like the boys, the Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, Backstreet right? Boys, and Snake and then, Boy Bands. you know, you had the rest of them following, but then the next one was on auto, auto-tune and, and how um, What's-His-Face got such a bad rap. Pain, T-Pain. Yeah. Um, but he made still big as could be and still kicking it you know millions of dollars on it you know what song really came out that was auto-tuned that really openly they just said yeah and and, and uh she was doing it and it was huge what share oh the do you song, believe in love yeah you do believe you believe, in, yeah, you believe love, or whatever yeah, right? yeah, yeah. i don't know if that's the one if she was on the battleship straddling that big gun i don't know if that was the one well i've never seen the video uh well, it's but good um, I mean, I don't know. What is she, 80 now or something? I don't know. She still looks pretty but, uh, damn good. You know, Cher's a very talented singer, but she's always looked like a WWE wrestler to me, so. I never thought she had the, the, the girth. I just thought she was... Plastique? She could be. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be Cher's interesting. great, and I should be careful, because oh, they'll probably stab me for saying that. Next <laughs> thing you know, you will run into her. Oh, yeah. I read like, your podcast. Oh. I really didn't say some flattery. No, then I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Cher, you listen to our podcast? <laughs> Let's talk about that. See, that's yeah. the interesting part. How bored are you? Hey. Hey. How are you? Good. We're over here doing our podcast stuff. Hey, yeah. how are you? Nice. Hi. Yeah, did Je you know we were going to be here? I didn't. Come say hi. Huh? Come say hi. Say hi. Yeah. Just yell. Say hi. Hey, hi. <laughs> All right. How you been, sweetie? I'm you good? good. Yeah. Yourself? I'm good. Hey, those dapper cigars, that's what's on there? They're not infused, right? No? They're good? Okay, I'm smoking that next. Yeah, that's the, the, I met you, uh, Mark Sofier uh, yeah. introduced me to you. We, I found him in here one day. We accidentally yeah. ran into each other. Yeah, well, we just got to talk to Tim and whatever, and uh, we're, I don't know, maybe halfway through our podcast and whatever. And um, 
Yeah, I left him a, a, a bag of our cigars for you guys. I guess you guys haven't had an opportunity yes, to try he, it yet. He was out of town. Yeah. And he just got back uh, yesterday, so. Yeah, we're excited about having our cigar in here with you guys. And it was funny, the day I was in here and left those three, like, some guys were like, well, wait a minute, is that the Cyclops? They're like, yeah, man, I, I've had that. I took those down to Texas. My Texas guys like those, and yeah. I actually was up in Grafton last night at the three shoot. Have you ever been to Grafton? I, it's been years. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got a little bar community up there and a guy who was open in his third place. Anyway, I lit up a cigar out there. I was playing the, the string to hook it on the little hook. And some guy comes out, real nice guy. He goes, hey, man. He goes, I, I hate to bother you, but man, you, you're smoking. I can smell that cigar. I'm jonesing. Him and his family um, have been boating on the river, um, like start all the way in Oregon and have come down. They've been oh, wow. and they do these stents every quarter. And he goes, I'm down here in my boat and we don't have any cigars. And I'm like, I don't have a lot. He goes, I'll buy them. And I go, I gave him a Cyclops. Dope. And I said, don't worry about it. Here's my card. If you love it, here's how you can get a hold of us. We'd love to hear from you. And how uh, we got a boater on the river, maybe having one of our cyclops. Yeah, a, a water gypsy cruising around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how cool would that be? Just spending a month or so on the river, going yeah. up and down. And I asked him, say, hey, you got to be a captain for that? And he goes, no, not really. Well, you don't drive a boat. I mean, yeah, yeah it's a little more than that. No, and me know. and him were agreeing. He goes, yeah, it is a little more than that. Um, yes, but that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to know how to follow the shallows and where to go and the markers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was so super cool. Parking your boat on a lake and yeah. pulling out. And yeah, that's, that's fair. Okay, that's uh, fair. You got to yeah. go with the currents. <laughs> and, and get through the lock and dams and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Proficiently, uh, you know, yeah. Well, Jess, well, thanks for letting us hang out, man. Oh, yeah. Thank right. you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Come back and talk with us if you want. It'd be I fun. Know, yeah, nice. Yeah. Right on. Thank oh. you. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that dapper cigar next. It's on our face mask. Oh, I've okay. always been fascinated by the logo on that label because it's a skeleton hand holding the rose. Huh. And it's like in a... Uh, um, uh, who did Mirror Mirror on the Wall? What was that character? Um, wasn't that in the Seven Dwarfs? Uh, yeah, uh, Snow White. Snow White. Right, it's that kind of mirror, and it's the reflection. No, it was the witch and Yeah, it's the White. witch in Snow White, yeah, yeah. But it's like that kind of mirror, and it's the reflection of that. So the hand is this way, holding the rose. So you see the skeleton hand up here with the rose kind of dwindling off and the super cool. I always thought they were infused. I never looked into it, but they're not. So I'll try that next. Cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Jamming. Um, yeah, the cigar's good, man. That was cool. That's that's Jess. I believe that she's the GM here, I think. Part owner, maybe. I don't really know. Um, she's great to come down here and see her. I've That's who I had met the first time I ever came in here. Yeah. Uh, I don't think her hair was blue then. I think it was green. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Enjoy. Well, I met her that one day that we just happened in here to grab a few cigars, me and Janine were going down here to Biggie's to eat and uh, Soy Fair was in here. Mm. Hey, what the hell are you doing here? Hey. He might be stopping by. Cool. This Lampert is good, man. This is a, uh, we're cruising down. Um, 
there's a, uh, I, I think I would call this, I would classify this. Oh, yeah, that cork fits right. Um, I would uh, classify this as like a uh, medium-ish plus, medium plus-ish strength-wise. Uh, but this, I mean, if you're looking at uh, traditional Nicaraguan flavors, like a lot of, a lot of spice that kind of hits the tongue, but it's not nasally, it's not um, resonating doesn't hang out forever but then there's some cool uh like the taste that i i keep sitting on is i've got i've got nuts like like trail mix kind of that's hanging out uh but not not salt i'm talking like raw almond and cashew right that kind of feeling that it gives when you chew on them and it leaves it leaves that flow on your palate that's what's sitting there it's actually uh it's pretty it's a good cigar i like it i like it and we're smoking the toro um, and it's in a, the Hill's got it in a Robusto and a short Pantella, I think. Yeah. Or a short Corona, maybe. Something like that. It's a little one. It's three sizes. Yeah. yeah. A little wee baby. I'd have to study up on all my sizes. And stick price, this is bad, man. I think it's like eight, I think it's like eight, nine bucks for the cigar. Not bad at all. And it does surprisingly well with the 100, the Rebel Yell. Uh, it does really good. What were the cigars <clears throat> that we smoked through Soy Fear? And I think they were a mission cigar, um, like David, Goliath, whatever. He had got a hold of a box and we all split them. The foundation cigars. And I want to say we had, maybe we each got 10, something foundation. like that. Yeah. And they were the fifth uh, anniversaries. It just seemed like I had a lot of those. And now I was looking for one the other day, and I'm down to like two. So I oh, must have really been enjoying. I those. think yeah, I think I have like two. Now, what would you? Was that a Bellicosa or close to it? No, that's dude. That's the one that's in that little pig perfecto. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that one. Now I didn't buy any of the David or Goliaths. Those may have come in a different size, but the well, one I'm it, talking uh, about is the fifth anniversary. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's that's it a was little, almost little, the same size as the pig we did. Yeah, it's a little. I, I think pig. you would call. I mean, individual company size name, right? Like if you're just looking at it, I'd probably call that. I mean, that's a, a short, short perfecto, maybe, or a double perfecto. You could call it. Um, I don't really know. I guess I could look it up. But I don't think. I think it's the Tabernacle Fifth Anniversary. I think. Let's see. Here it is. Uh, yeah, it's the five-year anniversary of chest, the El Wagani. Uh, I am 21 or older. Where are you at here? Yeah, it was the fifth anniversary that we had. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and it came in the chest. That was the cool thing about it. Is it came in the chest, and you pulled the two sides out. And yeah, that chest was that amazing. guy right there. Yeah, yeah, that. I always say that name wrong too. I call it El Guagani, but it, it's something. It's El. Means the wise man, but it's El. Well, it may have been the wise man. That's what that means. Yeah, El White is the wise man. Yeah. I and think. then there was a David. Then there was a Goliath. And uh, I'm sure they still have them in here. Maybe not the wise. Yeah, Nick. Man, uh, Nick's a really, really cool dude. I kind of look at Nick as like the normal Jonathan Drew. Like if you got a, a 
like a good verse. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad when I say this. Like, you know, like angel devil on your shoulder. Yeah. Like Nick's the angel, Drew's the devil. I don't mean that the way that sounds. Right? Drew is ecstatic, blown out, has created this company on on enormous volumes, and it's very, very eccentric. Right? Nick is that traditional Nicaraguan guy, a lot of Cuban influence. You know, just kind of. Uh, sometimes words sound so bad when you say them. Not bland, right? But they're mellow versus the big blowout stuff, which is cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am uh, very pleased with this cigar. Yeah. For a good start to the day, that's pretty For sure. good. For sure. As you get down towards the end on it, um, some butteriness that comes through when you retrohale it, it's really good. I got to say, though, we really kind of gave the um, barbecue pig a lot of heat. Well deserved. But I will say the one thing that sticks out in my head about that cigar is that wrapper was so buttery. It was so good. There's only, so you know sometimes you smoke something, you want to think about something you've had quite like that. The negotiant from Tatuaje that I believe it's a sun-grown Connecticut that's on there. It's the only other cigar that I've ever had that had such a silk like wrapper to it. I mean, it would fall like, out of your. Oh, I swear! If, if you held right it, out of your if mouth. you held it too tight with your fingers, it'd, it'd like it'd like like you flick it out of your hands. It would just pop and roll, and you couldn't do anything with it. Um, it'd be cool. Like if anybody's got some pigs laying around, maybe smoke one that's been out for a while and, and see if it. We might have just got a couple. May, may have just got and, and that's that's the thing. That's but the now thing they're probably too. all gone anyway. I mean, well, they, probably those are gone and done for now. Yeah, if they got any better over time, ain't nobody letting them go. So it'd be cool to sometimes come back and try that kind of thing and roll through with it and you know but surprisingly at the beginning but coming towards the end of the cigar you know it's probably like i don't know two two inches left i'm actually doing my first touch up on this guy He's got a small canoe here but yeah mine did serious. that right about the same time yours did to be honest um not too bad this Good. is a different class as you know, um, if you go to the cigar bars, bring your own. Um, they have setups and glasses. This one looks like scales of a fish, which is kind of, I've never yeah. seen one like that. It's kind of cool. God, there's so many glasses out there. It's like, I, I've given away cases and cases and cases of glasses that I've collected through the years. That's another new one on me. But it does seem too like when you pour this rebel yell like i poured that probably a half an hour ago and now i'm down to the last swivel and it's changed already well and that's another thing too we talked about has so already smoothed out even a little more we're it in was, we're in wide brim glasses right now i've always enjoyed those i like how you can take in the um retro of the alcohol itself as you sip it at the same time whereas like Glen Cairns you know it excludes it so you don't get the vapor and doesn't nuke your nuke your palate and everything like that um, but this is good really good and I remember us talking about this now because this was the first Luxro bottle that didn't have that blue gold 
and like red temperament all the bottles right yeah what ezra um can they all best, have that black uh, early gold. times <laughs> but early times is mushroom that's no. hill right no early times is early times but again it's probably mpg or it's um early times well you know that mgp bought luxro yes right right but i uh, early times maybe having hill juice i'm not positive about that but that's also crazy too i mean heaven hill is just like the bib capital i mean there's more shit go through there a lot uh, now i'm not saying as much as mpg but holy shit yeah i mean that would be a funny snippet too like you know you know something a lot of people know and then sometimes you forget do you remember that episode we were doing we were talking about mpg and you were like, well, what is MPG produce? No, we were like, well, what's ever come good out of Indiana? Because we were I, like, we're down on Tennessee uh, whiskeys. And I said. And we're like, uh, yeah, Indiana. And then you're like, uh, did you forget about MPG? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Shit. One of the best. It would be fantastic for uh, Craft and Pure to get to a level where me and you are like, hey, you know what? Let's take a couple days off. Let's go up to MPG. Maybe look for a barrel. Yeah. Put it away for, you know. I like to aspire. Something within reason. I enjoy, Put a barrel away from us. For year, so. um, and then we can, you know, maybe down the road bring that barrel to fruition. It might be kind of cool. Yeah, that's a lot of licensing and, <laughs> you know, distribution, uh, you know, all that jazz. It'd be fun, though. I'm about it. Did we talk about this? It was going to be harder to bring a cigar to market or harder for a bottle of bourbon? So, I always thought it would be harder. What did I say? I think I, I thought, thought a cigar would be harder. Yeah. I really thought it would. Um, and it's not easy by any means. I want everybody to know that. It, it's really not. And especially the way we did it. And I'm not afraid to say it. We did it kind of stupid. To literally fi find a company that hits the market with one. If any, any company across the board, sales, insurance, manufacturing, anything that comes to a market with one product, one scoop. What you're doing is you're literally putting your entire effort with into one product, one option, one base of grading, right? If it had gone south, right? If it, the cigar just sucked, nobody liked it, you would have dug a hole that would take a lot of time to dig out of. Right. So the cigars are look, uh, gods are looking out for us. Right now, yeah, we're doing pretty yeah. good. We're in their graces Keep somehow. going, gods. <laughs> I'll sacrifice uh, uh, a, a virgin or something. I'm here. Um, but uh, um, with I always thought that whiskey would be easier because look at how many... I think it's different too, right? Because you can... <laughs> if you're patient enough, right? With one mash bill, you can release a four, six, eight, ten, right? You can do that, and you can show four to five to six different ranges and different skews of a product. And certain people in that area are going to like some and not others, and this and that. And and every company does that, man. Everybody does it, right? But we we also can buy in at three, 
I would wager for what we know at this point, what we dangerously think we know, buy-in at a four, I'm sure is a certain price point, meaning a four-year. Yeah, but I, what also now when I think about it, right, you can know enough about cigars as far as your palate and strength that you want to present, right? And you have rollers that can, they're in the end, the reason they roll, they can, you know, blenders can make that happen, right? We roll out MGP and just buy a fucking four-year rye and just sit on it and sell it, that rye might suck. Where those ryes get good is those people go in, they buy a four-year, a two-year, a high rye, nine-year, and then they go back to their distillery, blend them, age them again, and then put out a statement, right? That's an amount of understanding that I have not the slightest idea. I probably speak better Spanish than I do doing that. And this is something I'm naive on too, is like, let's say we get an appointment, we're interested in buying a barrel, and uh, that's a lot of time uh, for anybody to give to us. Like, hey, we like this, we like this. Is there any way that you can take kind of what we tasted and do something, blend what we do? And then give us some three options. Well, but or then, and then working in that—that's when I don't cost. know. They're like, yeah, we can do that, but you're, that's going to cost you a little bit to get to right. there. Right. And know. then the thing with bourbon that, or, or whiskey in itself—that's even a little more difficult—is when you buy it today, you're not selling that for two, two, three years. Yeah, and it's going to have a different taste profile. Then. Yeah, and you got to be on it. You got to taste it every six months. Right, you got to see where it's going because you might find that. That's what makes that's what makes the master distillers so impressive, right? And master tasters and stuff like 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 I say Jackie's Eye King because we know her from Old Forester, right? They go in that bought that barrel supposed to be eight years old. Well, it's six years, three months, and nine days when they taste it. They're like, no, it's go. You got to go now. Especially especially single barrels. Yeah. Right, and the same thing probably with cigars and tobacco. You know, they're continually smelling, tasting, and see where it's at. And then all of a sudden, man, it's right there. It's at its peak right now. Well, and that's where cigars get interesting, though, because when you work with these blenders, right, like who we're that's why working we say with. It mirrors both industries, mirror exactly. each other pretty But where pretty it gets good. a little easier, I, I will say a little easier with tobacco is you, when you work with a blender, it's not like you're starting at the beginning of the growing season and running through until primings are picked and everything does this or does that and yada yada yada, right? You're not doing that. You're not doing that at all, right? You're working with blenders that they, they have fermented tobaccos ready to go, right? If you're sampling some of these cigars, maybe something they were gonna use as a project, but now that you're going to purchase it and label it, that becomes your project, right? It's like I've often wondered what happens when this blend runs dry for us on the Cyclops. Like how long will it take for that, that tobacco to keep coming together? Or will it change? Like the, the Cyclops that we're putting out now, these tobaccos are, what, 18 months older than the original release already? Just because of quantity we've gone through? You know, so the cigar is getting better as we're moving, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that's exciting. Yeah, you're not upset about it, that's for sure. But 
This Lampert did really good against this 100. Yeah, it did. It was fantastic. It's been good hanging out here at the Hill. I think we're going to grab one more cigar when this is done and, and run through the end. We'll do our little after hours thing um, for the Patreon guys and just keep talking, man. It's been good. And I guess we should say for the, for the listeners, we do have um, Cyclops uh, t-shirts, black ones in the press right now. Uh, we're going to have those out. We've got two or three different hats. Um, and that's what we're kind of working on right now. Um, and we should have those end of the week and start bringing out some different stuff and whatever. So we should be having some of that available on our Patreon page as, yeah. as well as wherever we, you know, we'll be bringing it with us, up. wherever we do our podcast yeah. or we do a live event or whatever. And, um, which here we are, you know, it's funny. We've been in this for a year and a half now or a little more. And, uh, I mean, we're, we were probably into our podcast two and a half months, really only about a month and a half before we started seeing something coming, the COVID. Well, and yeah, we I mean, got I all think these first, plans and First whatever. episode was December 19th of 19. Yes. And then, uh, you know, Lit hopped on and became our, our flagship permanent sponsor right what was it right before christmas or right after christmas yep right but and then, then and oh i'll never forget we were going we were actually having a saint patrick's day podcast at lit on march 17th and the shutdown came in and we all end up crashing at the russians place we rolled in there and had that. That's when we brought all the, the red breast and the vintage Irish stuff out and did the podcast there. And it was just me and you for like three, four months. Mm -hmm. And then opened up a little, then shut down again. And we've been dealing with that now for... Yeah. And now here we are. We're just getting so excited about events and everything and open it up. And here we go again. Right. Right. And now we got we got this mandate that came back down and... Uh, there's some pushback, you know, a couple of counties or, or I shouldn't say county, municipalities are, are not enforcing it. Um, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what that turns into. Who knows? You don't really know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. They keep talking that it may end up, you know, there's <laughs> Vegas has line odds out that September 1st, there'll be a national shutdown again. September 1st. <laughs> you know, it's like, who is, is that like Adam's family or monsters? Is it Lurch? Lurch. The door guy. Oh. And he's like, Ugh. yeah. That's what I say to that again. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it doesn't happen. I mean, you know, but what the hell can we do? Well, we've been there before. Yep, made it work. And we'll be here every week. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I don't want it to happen to business, though, dude. Like, you do it again? <sighs> Fuck, man. I mean, 
But I think you're gonna have a lot more pushback now because people went out and did everything they were supposed to do, right? Yeah, it's you like, know? man, I just threw all my mask away. Now I gotta <laughs> right. buy all my shit again and start ramping up my oh, mask I got, selection. I got lucky, dude. I threw mine into, uh, um, I threw mine into my glove box and found it the other day when I needed it. And I was like, oh, thank God that thing's sitting there. Yeah, I had a couple hanging on uh, their black and, I, and my sleeve of my steering wheel, all that's black. And I was like, oh my God, there is one. I, I have some of those gators, you know, but I mean, it's who the hell wants to wear a gator this I can't, time of I year? I can't wear a gator, messing my hair up. Yeah, well, yeah, your, yeah, your block of hair. Yeah, I get that for sure. Now that was definitely the choice when you're down in the keys and not for you of course yeah. but you're gonna be walking all day and listening to music and whatever and you're putting it in your pocket and whatever i i, I was like oh i'm gonna lose this right away so i went with yep. the gator which was a good deal but hell no missouri gators hell no right all right guys we're gonna take us a little break uh we're gonna go grab another cigar uh and then uh we'll be back here in a couple minutes all right stay tuned uh, right, guys, we're back. So we rolled into the humidor, and uh, after seeing Jess's mask, because we just told we were back to that uh, mask mandate, stupid fucking thing. But uh, um, grab something and think about smoking for a long time. We got the uh, La Madrina from Dapper Cigars. They're out of Fresno, California. Um, and you'll, you'll hear earlier when I was talking about the label, how, how dope the label is, and then... Paired with that, we're doing the Rebel Distillers Collection. Yeah, this is the Rose Select. Yeah, they have one for the Ezra, and they have one for the Weller or the uh, the Rebel. And uh, this proof is up to 116, so it'll be it'll be fun now that we've toted on that 100 for a while. And now bump it up a little bit and try this. The cold draw on this thing is like raising. And heads. again, if you guys are following the podcast, we've had this, we've had this one on both of them before. So this will be cool. So, so tell us about this one. Um, like I said, they're out of Fresno, California. So we got a Ecuadorian Cuban seed Habano on the wrapper from Oliva. Uh, so we do work with them. Uh, Mexican San Andreas binder. So the wrapper on our cigar. And then the fillers are Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Um, so it's pretty much a bulk blend out of Oliva. Um, yeah, pretty stoked. All right, what would you say this? I mean, this is not a true, is this a Robusto? Yeah. Maybe a Close, yeah, a double, probably a double Robusto. You could run away and call that a Toro if you wanted to. So, this would be cool. Let's light into this. Well, let's cheers this. Yeah, man. So we're at the 116 now, over 100? 116, yeah. It's not that that much bolder at no. all at all 
Honestly, it might lie a little flat. I think it's just... For me, it's like... Uh, there's just more layers. Yeah, there's more of that... in there. That... Uh, it's a Sweet bolder, wood. more full yeah. flavor than the 100. But no, it's fantastic. You know, there is a place up north, I told you, and I always let you guys know where I've seen some really amazing stuff. I want to say you can get, um, and I'm not hooked up, hopefully this is not crazy, but anyway, we're back up. My mic was laying on the table, but up there at Royal Liquors, uh, Limburg and 270, they have a deal right now you can get the Rebel Distillers Collection, Ezra Collection, and then the 100. Three dollars. Uh, Yellowstone, um, their barrel pick, which is, I can't remember if that's 100 or 110. And I want to say you get three, all three bottles for 100, and, I want to say 117. That's a pretty sweet deal. No shit, dude. It's less than, what, 40 bucks a bottle? Yeah, because you figure, the Yellowstone is probably going to cost you 50. 90 bucks. 90? The Yellowstone bottle? For a barrel pick? Ten. Yellowstone? Nine? I think it's probably $70 just for that. So, and then these typically, those run about 50 Yeah. So, they're yeah, giving I think you total, probably total, total a $40, $50 break. I think Total Wine's got that distiller, yeah, like forty-eight ninety-nine or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You're there. That's a nice little package deal. Oh, yeah. Full bottles? 750 Yeah. Damn. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty stoked to smoke this. This is one of those... Um, I uh, literally have seen this all over social media, these dapper cigars, and never pulled the trigger on them. Uh, but seeing them sitting in a humidor, might as well roll. And uh, this is supposed to be a full to extra full cigar, so it should be pretty strong. And I love the fact that you look at some of these cigars and you think you can judge what you're going to be smoking by what you're seeing on the cover. Like, you know, never judge a book by its cover. And then you get into some of them and you're Dude, just that's like, one of wow. my favorite conversations in tobacco and whiskey now, right? Because I think a lot of people still have that, that and it's and, and to some people's palate it's probably still true right but you look at a cigar and you go okay that wrapper on that cigar is dark it's going to be too strong uh, my my favorite thing now is to take a ecuador habano or a a colorado natural or a connecticut wrapped cigar that is 10 times stronger than that maduro that oscuro you're looking at right same thing with bourbon people are like oh, well, 123 i'm like I'm telling you man do a little ice, do a cube of ice, maybe drop of water, whatever. But it's not. This thing is smooth. It's not nearly what proofs and 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 visual effect used to actually mean to body and taste. You know. Yeah, the label is definitely. Uh, 
Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Should I mean though? It's the it's yeah, like the reflection of the hand in like the the Snow White mirror. It's cool. It's got the ornateness to it. Looks really good. My draw is a little. I don't the know. La Madrina. Snip it again. I don't know. Give it a minute. Yeah, give it time. I mean, the wrapper is loose over the binder. I mean, I can see that by pushing on it, but it's breathing all right. It's good. So, what else is going on? Because I, I know at one time, maybe about two, three weeks, you know, we talk a lot uh, when we get together. We typically only see each other once a week, maybe twice if we're lucky. But you were telling me that uh, our guy with the stands... Um, oh, Miguel from FFK. Weren't we, weren't we going to get some things? Yeah, so we got, um, it all got delivered. It's still in the box. He sent us a custom ashtray. We got his new uh, can breather and opener. Oh, so you have it. It's, it's ready to go. Uh, next week, our podcast next week will be live with him, with Miguel. Uh, he's actually working Lollapalooza right now, I think. <laughs> I think that's what he's doing right now. Oh, man. Yeah, he had said he actually hadn't, uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, he's finishing up Lollapalooza um, all week. And he said he, hadn't even been able, he hasn't even been able to work on his stands or ashtrays or, or have a cigar about two weeks. He's working 13 hours a day at Lollapalooza. So he's done. So next Wednesday, um, we'll probably get together then, set up somewhere, get him on live, and we're gonna do a whole podcast with him. He's gonna, we'll have the ashtray, everything with us. Um, it's just gonna kind of become our traveling ashtray. It'll be in the backpack, podcast, whatever. I was thinking bringing it like when we do our, our events out, right? And sometimes there's not a lot of ashtrays. We'll have the ashtray on the table now, and it'll, it'll, it'll says, it says FFK. Uh, it's cool, it's, it's a really unique ashtray. Yeah, I'd already talked to you about maybe doing a, a Cyclops stand, but I really feel like I should really go get like a big ball of clay <laughs> and start channeling some of my God. Oh, speaking 40 of- years ago and go intricately create the logo because that's a tall logo. We don't want too tall of a stand, so you got to kind of bring it down. And what do you mean by stand? Like a statue? Well, I mean like like a stand like that for to set oh. your cigar in, like on the top of the Cyclops head. I'd even thought about sticking the the cigar stand through its head and sitting it through its eye, with the uh, you know kind of embellish the the bottom of the anchor squatty with some rope in there, and right, then there's right. his Cyclops head. You got time for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go buy like a, a lazy Susan and get my tools out and start working with clay. And I'll be, you know, I'll be doing that oh, 100 pounds shit. of clay. You know, come on, that, make that jump of clay. <laughs> and then just get in there and, you know, maybe drop a gummy. I don't know. Who knows? And just create something, you know, kind of cool. And then, I mean, God, can't get some of these 3D printers and I don't know. Or, or maybe give it to a guy get somewhere close and uh, he can perfect it. I don't know. But that'd be kind of fun. But the Cyclops putting it right in its eye and setting it in its head might be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. You have time for that? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you never know. Because you don't want me carving clay, bro. 
I dig, I dig holes with right what, like knives. Yeah, probably. These are like little wire instruments and, I don't you know. know, man. Yeah, I'm the guy sitting here that I remember being in art class putting clay into a kiln that looked like a dog turd that became what's supposed to be a change jar and ended up being an ashtray. <laughs> Thinking why it took so long for someone to put to put ceramic inside a grill. That's yeah. how I feel when I think about clay. That's what I think about. And I think about the fact that I have to dig through it to plant a fucking tree. Again. Okay. It's like. I didn't work with clay in like 40 years. Right. But so, I, I remember the pot thing, like you're trying to get, you know, like. Uh, yeah, you should I move to San Francisco. Yeah, whatever. You can go clay pot stuff. <laughs> Magic of pottery. Um, what do you think so far? Nothing really exciting at this point. It's not blowing up. I mean, the, 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 it's kind of very mild right now. Nothing's right. really going on. Um, the ash looks a little more sulfury. It's a little wider. Not as much magnesium as in the, in the first one in the ash. Look at there. Big Papa teaching me something. We'll see uh, if you can remember that next week. Ah, yeah, well. <laughs> You know, my head's like a big computer yes, now. Yes, this will be know, on the final. Like, <laughs> somebody says, you know, you guys, when you get older, you kind of forget shit. I'm like, ah, I don't think so. I think we just got more shit in our head. It's you just harder of, to pull it up. Right, you got a bunch of useless shit, and you pull the wrong thing up at the wrong right. time. Right, and I try not to put too much shit in there. Right? That's a good one. That one's filed. It's good. Um... Retro has got all the uh, the kind of uh, nutty sweetness to it. It's really good. I like it. It's got a nice dry, smooth wrapper on it, too. Yeah, one of these, it's going to be like, ooh, maybe a little Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, right. Or a little, Count Chocula. A little, a little Raisin Bran. <laughs> no, like the Cocoa Puffs, you know. I'm talking about Reese's Puffs, no, dude. No, not Cocoa Puffs, like Count Dracula. Well, those are kind of Cocoa Puffs, so they just put some chocolate puffs in there or something i don't know yeah. my son speaking of cereals you know i was i mean do you remember what your favorite cereal was yes what oh really? we're gonna get a big chuckle yeah what <laughs> i like uh frosted wheat you mean like mini wheats yeah frosted mini wheats yeah i've always liked those yeah. you know what i'm talking now? about one of your crazy ones like i i really when Captain Crunch Oh, Captain came Crunch, around, dude, all day. Yeah. It was like, I was doing a little, uh, of course, probably everybody, uh, you know, Frosted Flakes, boring, maybe some Raisin Bran, boring, and you're, then all of a sudden, Captain Crunch. And I yeah. was like, bam. Dude, yeah. And then by the time my sons came along, it was like Captain Crunch and the blueberries. Oh, no, the, you know the one that wins it all down? Captain Crunch peanut butter. That's I don't think I've ever had that. Game changer, dude. And then you drink it, you eat it with chocolate milk. Lucky Charms. <laughs> Lucky Charms. Yeah. So no. anyway, the story I'm going to tell you, which is funny, is I got my kids hooked on... Uh, I was into the Sugar Smacks a little bit, too. Sugar the Smacks what? were good. Sugar Smacks? Nope, you're too old. Uh, with the frog and whatever, those were good. I'm not even a I'll probably with come up with another on it, dude. But anyway, I was a straight up Captain Crunch guy. And then when my kids were born, they brought in the blueberries. 
And then my kid got hooked on Blueberry uh, Captain Crunch, and then he went away to college, and he's like, Dad, I really like the Captain Crunch and the blueberries, but I'm buying just the straight blueberries, Captain Crunch, right. like just blueberries. And I'm overdoing the blueberries in my Captain Crunch. And I'm like, well, how's that going for you? And he goes, my pee is turning blue. Well, that's a lot of blue number because three. Because he's been eating too many blueberries. And I'm like, man, you better back I've off some of that food coloring. You trade some of that blueberry out, eat a steak, and get a little bigger. We'll swell up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I took him to the first steakhouse. I says, okay, here's a great steakhouse. Everybody order up. What does he order? He orders a uh, pork chop. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's when there's oh, a, pork chain, a, a pork chop house I'm going to take you to and then right. you're going to order a steak? <laughs> I thought you were going to hit it with the natural, like, dude, go to this great steakhouse. Everything was great, right? You did the oysters, then you had a little bread and a little wine to warm it up. You got the cocktail going. You order dinner, everyone gets steaks, and he gets the cheeseburger. <laughs> well, or chicken McNuggets. <laughs> You know, or something like that. Oh, shit. Um, uh, and oh, hey, so I want to talk about, uh, uh, do you remember last year when, uh, you know, the German and the Russian hop on that, that craft, you know, Roma Craft released their craft 2020 stuff, those 10 count boxes. Yeah. Remember those? So the 2021 ships next week or next month, I think. And these look like the old uh, you remember Romacraft? No, you probably don't. Uh, I talked about them. when Romacraft originally did the Wanderlust. That was or still is only available in Europe. Uh, they had the Witchcraft, and it would have the it had not the pigtail, but it had the pig tie. No, at the I've top. never smoked that. No, I've I've smoked one. I mean, I've had one, and I had that because Skip gave it to me. Like I had one. Um, but uh, they're doing these, and they're it's the, it's the Witchcraft blend on it. So it's a Candela Habano Barber Pole. And then it's Nicaraguan broadleaf, Lajero, and Omitep. Uh, Omitep. I think it's two broadleaves from Omitep, and then Jalapa and Esteli is going to be the rest of the build on it. Um, but again, it's ten count box, super sweet. You're going to buy it because I'll tell you right now that 2020 craft layout. I smoked the last one about a week ago. They never got any better. It was like this weird combination. They tried to take like intemperance and blend it with Cro-Magnum, right? To kind of create this, Which that's this my spicy, mild rollout. But it was just this mute, right? And the only thing that made them, because remember all the wrappers are different, right? The, 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 the blend wrapper was weird. Right? You'd have, you know, you'd have the uh, black label style spiral at the end of Habano against, uh, or I'm sorry, of Escuro against Habano, right? And then you'd have a half and half, then you'd have a half and a little bit in the shag foot. And each of the 10 cigars had a different combination of how they did their dual wrapper. Yeah, and they were, they were good. I mean, it's good, it's good cigars, but they weren't the 10 count box rolling out that way they weren't especially exclusive as they were because remember we all got them uh uh mark picked them up at la cultura in kansas city well that was another kind of disappointing thing about the weekend um my son had scheduled us a virtual escape game um because every time we go to kc we go to this virtual escape room down in the art art town literally 
next door behind La Coltra. Yeah, La Coltra. Uh, it's just up the street. And I was okay. hoping when we got out of there, I was going to go down there and not necessarily smoke. I just wanted to go in because, you know, they're big Romacraft buffs in there. They're like the largest yeah. Romacraft county. So I wanted to go in there. I was going to see what they had, call you guys and whatever. They close at freaking no, nine or 10 o'clock. Yeah. So we started at 10, didn't get out to 11. Of course, they're, and I never got back there, but I was hoping to go in there and see if they had anything exciting. I was going to pick some stuff up for all of us never got around to it but that virtual thing i don't know if you've ever done that that's pretty dang cool you go into a room like this it's just basically a floor carpet um and they have these headsets and then they got these hand things oh it's like virtual reality like yeah and you go into a virtual reality game and you're all in and you guys have handsets and you can talk to each other and you're in a room this was an alice in wonderland uh, thing where you went through these different things. If you found them and you unlocked this, you went to this level and then this level and this level. Well, I guess the, the things weren't working. But anyway, it was kind of, it was totally cool. I've done it like three right. times now. And, uh, but the headsets, the mics weren't working. So we we're all in this room, just kind of bumping into each other virtually, but nobody could talk to each other, which was kind of lame. And, um, but anyway, it was cool. And, and the business is doing really well. They've been there for three, four years right now. And uh, but I was like, man, how, how are you charging this full price for this shit? And it's not even all working. The guy's like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's it. And then so That's now, the employee answer, though, right? There's like, been what some the heavy hell? email into the company since what? we left there, but I didn't get to go to like uh, Chira. Yeah. And look at that, but I was looking forward to it yeah. next time. That's cool. No, I've never done any of those escape room things or anything like that. I haven't done it. Cautious. It was pretty cool because the first one we did, we were out in the desert and we could all talk and we're all around these rocks and there's these, and we're shooting people and stuff and we're all talking to each other. And it, it was a lot of fun. I don't even know if they have one here in St. Louis. They have escape rooms. I've, I've never heard of the virtual yeah, thing, You're though. physically doing that. Escape yeah, yeah. rooms, you're just literally yeah, in like shit. a five by five yeah. movement and you can move around and do whatever you you don't have to walk too far they've on your hands you can like shoot a green light like if i want to go over there by him i just shoot on my hand over there it just takes me right over there so you don't have to move a lot and you can move around the landscape with your hands just shooting over to where you want to be get there and then you do your thing and you can hands you see your hands out there doing stuff it's oh really cool. cool i want to say it was 45 for an hour something like that that's not bad i told my son i'm looking for another business maybe to start and he just starts laughing and he tells me that him and his wife kelsey hmm. they went to like a uh, a, a, a warehouse room where you beat the shit out of stuff. Yeah. Like you go into a room, pay again, like $45. Yeah, they're they called put uh, you in a suit, uh, gloves, goggles, and you get a bat and you just go in and beat the shit out of stuff. Smash rooms or break, break. Rogan used to talk about them and when he lived in, when he still lived in California, he said there were these rooms you can go in, and he goes, you can just go straight clinically office space. And go nuts on anything. They just throw shit in there and you just tear it the hell up. But my head just went, Phew. I'm like, yeah, shit. Start one of those here. Yeah, and just, just sign a contract with the uh, mental ward of the prison and send, you know. 
Well, my thoughts over to go a little the tasking of it and the availability of what you wanted in a room. You rent out some warehouse space. You know, you clean the rooms, you set up, you bring stuff for your stockpile, you bring it back in and you just keep this thing going. Keep it going. And you got an endless supply of stuff. Right. And then of course you can upgrade to the weapon you want to use. You know, I was thinking like the bat from um, Walking Dead with yeah, the nails Lucille. and the shit. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Negan. Oh, you want the Negan tool? Huh. Cost you about five more bucks to use that one. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Or you want to use Molly, Molly's hatchet? Oh, we yeah. got that over there. Yeah. Eh, and it cost you 10 bucks to use the Molly hatchet in there. You know, I mean, it was, I was just in my head, man. I was like, yeah, this could be a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Oh, you want special music in there while you're beating the hell out of shit? You know, yeah, we can do something for you there. You know, I was like, man, I could really get wrap my head around this stuff. This could be fun. <laughs> and you sit there and you're like, yeah, but. Shit can get uh, expensive, man. Get expensive. All right, guys, well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to keep smoking on these dapper cigars. These are pretty good. Uh, they're growing up a little bit. We're going to do our after hours, uh, kind of get a cool angle on this. Uh, Cowboy's going to be the highlight of the show. Um, <laughs> really? But, uh, so, what yeah. you, I mean, comparing this to um, the Lampert? The Lampert. So this is the strength on this. This is stronger. Okay. The body, the body, the actual taste, the smoke itself is not as strong, um, but you can you can feel this more. This cigar is stronger, uh, nasally, front of forehead. You actually get the strength of the cigar more, um, but it smokes good. It doesn't smoke nearly like the Lamper. It's not as combustive. It doesn't let that much smoke off, um, but that Lamper did. But for two. 90% Nicaraguan cigars going back to back. I'm not upset. These are cool. I'll smoke more of them. They're good. As I set that, that Lambert, I mean, there was like smoke coming out of this. Mm -hmm. Coming out of this. This one kind of runs right around here. I mean, that that Lam Lambert was really interesting. This one, I mean, as far as flavors, I know there's some labor, uh, layered flavors in here, but this one seems... I don't know, maybe smoke-wise a little milder for me. I don't know. But well, the, just no, the body the, the body is much it. milder. The smoke output is much less, but the strength itself, you actually you feel this cigar more. This cigar is encompassing more. Um, but it's good. So we're going to run over to the Patreon where you guys jump on that. Get the video, the after hours, get to see where we're hanging out, all that fun. And uh, we will, you got two episodes dropping tomorrow. We did buff up the uh, Triple Leaf episode, so the sound quality is not great, but you're going to get it. Um, we're going to throw it out. And then uh, we'll catch you guys next week with uh, FFK Stands. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Viking. I'm out. Bourbon hey, this Cowboy. is Bourbon Cowboys. Always giddy up.